I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. It still blows my mind every time with spirit on how they're able to communicate and channel. And even from the second I started, from what Rochelle's experience was of exactly what she needed to hear. Here it was, we were having all of these problems with the Wi-Fi and staying connected. You know, you get a little like nervous, right? You're nervous to begin with. And then you're having all these Wi-Fi issues and then all these things start going to your head. Is this really going to happen? But the thing that I loved about Rochelle was she was so calming. Even though after everything that she went through with her dad, his illness and I learned so much from Rochelle. I learned instead of viewing someone's departure as suffering, as terminal agitation. And she was so calming and so soothing. Go figure that as I'm channeling, she's calming me with just her being. You have to listen to the end on how she interpreted her experience with the visitation because it literally is like how I channel. It's just a knowing. Absolutely incredible. Once again, spirit blew my mind. And the first thing off the bat, what Rochelle's loved one said to her, something very common, but I can tell you this right now, after that validation of showing me of a sign or a symbol, there was nothing common about it. That was the only thing that was common was the sign and the symbol. Everything after that, not common. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy this amazing, soothing, peaceful, healing episode of Hey Spirit. Welcome to Hey Spirit. I first want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my gift with you. And more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Thank you so much. 
So where are you from? I'm from Seattle, a little oh. town called Des Moines, which is just right at the end of the, the runway here in our great city. Oh, how nice. I do. I love Seattle. So how did you end up on Hey Spirit? Did you call the hotline or? No. So my brother was at a, an auction and it was an auction item and he just knows how badly I've wanted to see you. So oh my goodness. he gave it to me as a gift. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Everyone is probably going, I wish I had a brother like that. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a pretty amazing brother. Oh my God. Oh, well, thank you to your brother for doing this for you. What a special and an amazing moment this is. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, welcome. So even though if you're familiar with what I do, I always like to give a speech on how I read and more importantly, connect with the souls of the departed, because that is my sign to spirit that I am ready to work. So what they do is as I give my speech to, they start to clear out my own personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and they start to replace them with signs and symbols of things that I've experienced here in the physical world to be able to relay messages to you. If you have any questions, please do not be afraid to speak to me. There's no such thing as an interruption. And more importantly, you're not going to give me anything. I am going to start with the mom that is departed. So with a mother figure, if it's not your mom, it could be a mother in law, could be a grandmother, could be an aunt. There's actually three souls that step forward. So how do you connect with that? I have two grandmothers that are both my grandmas are gone. And one of them um, I knew and, and was special to me. And, and the other one I never knew she passed before I was born. And I've always been curious about her. How do you connect with the aunt that's departed? This is a great aunt. It's my dad's brother's wife. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the unique thing. When I went to the other side, I saw one soul. I saw the mother energy. So I'm going to interpret that as your grandmother. Then what happened is all of these other souls started to step forward. Sometimes when that happens, it's a way of spirit validating that they're not alone on the other side. Anyone that has left, they are all together. But I also did feel, which is unique, that you still have a lot of loved ones here in the physical world. So that is usually unusual. But again, it's what is going on in your life. How do you connect with the dad that has departed as well? My dad has departed. Mm -hmm. So what I love what they're doing is validating that we're all here. I love the fact that your grandmother stepped forward, that you did not even have a connection or more importantly, maybe a bond as the other grandmother. And then the aunt was important. I don't know why, because when I saw the aunt is that that's when I saw your dad. So whether pulling me to the other side of the family, whatever it may be. Did your dad have an issue with the chest or breathing prior to his departure? Because he made me take a deep breath and then snapped his fingers at me. That's my symbol for that someone passed sudden and or unexpected. So I don't know if it was heart, lungs, or chest. No. How do you connect with the breath with your dad's departure? I just have to say this to you because I am the first one to say I misinterpret something. Okay. So what he did is he made me feel like I couldn't take the deep breath and then snapped his fingers. So if someone doesn't pass suddenly or unexpected, okay, let's say they're sick. We might not have expected them to pass at that moment. That can also be, but he had me watching him breathe. So that's why I asked you about the breath. So it would have to be something if, whether if you thought that he struggled with his breath, but he has me watching the breathing. Yeah. You know, the only thing that kind of, it makes me think of is there was some terminal agitation that was really difficult to watch. And we were just waiting, you know, just, just waiting a long time and wanting that to end. So were you watching him? We watched, of course, we were with him through all that. 
that okay. agitation. Uh, and- but, but again, you have to understand it's almost sometimes spirit shows me like a mini film strip sometimes. And a lot of times they will bring me to the first thing of, of say something that we're holding onto that might be holding us back from healing. Cause I heard him say there were no regrets and I don't want anyone to feel guilty or carry a burden of guilt connected to my departure. So maybe it's even something of someone saying, I don't mean to, to sound so cold, but like how much longer is he going to suffer or how much longer is this going to go on? When is God going to come for his soul? Or when is he going to be released of this suffering? Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's, those are the words I actually was saying on the phone to a friend as he died. We had been with him, you know, all weekend and I finally left. So this is the validation right here. Cause he had me watching you. He had me watching him breathe, watching the breath. And then you were not expecting him. Maybe if you left, not expecting him to die at that moment. Cause you were by his bedside 24 seven for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So This is the thing that amazes me about spirit time and time again on how things are in a frame of reference, but it's not negative at all. It's like something like, I don't want anyone to feel bad that I died or to feel bad that they weren't there at the moment my soul left the physical body. He said there was nothing left to be said. He made me feel like there were times that you thought that he was going to pass prior. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, and I didn't. So there was nothing that was left unsaid. He said, my physical body just did not let go. I'm going to ask you this. Did you feel or say at one moment, my father is not even in there. That is not even my dad. Oh, yeah. To validate for you, because he showed me my symbol for where the soul had actually already left the physical body prior to the physical body shutting down. Does that make sense? Yes. We, we had that conversation a few times because it was just so painful to watch his Uh, body struggle. But this is what he's saying. Now, let me ask you this. Did you either feel a warmth, Rochelle, or a chill throughout your body within the last few moments? Yes. Know that that was your dad's soul. I asked him to allow you to feel him when I was saying to you those things to validate that I was interpreting it correctly. So what he's doing is showing you that even though we watched him, in a sense, suffer, it was just the physical body after some time because his soul had already left the physical body. So not wanting you to feel that he was struggling and suffering to his death. I just saw something that I haven't seen. I don't even recall. It's not something I see often. I literally, I'm I'm going to ask you, are you very spiritually connected? Yeah. Okay. Because your dad made me feel like you understood what I just said to you because you felt that you saw his soul outside of his physical body because I can see him above his physical body watching. So I don't know how you can connect with that. Is that something you felt, what you thought, or, or you did think, oh my God, how could this be? I feel like my dad is sitting over there, but he's here. You know, one of the things that, that I always remember from him passing is, is um, my brother-in-law saying, somebody opened the door to let, you know, dad's spirit go. And, um, 
Gosh, that gives me the crazy chills. And since that time, um, I have always been an incredibly vivid dreamer. I always, since I was mm-hmm. a very little girl, I can remember dreams. And about three months after he passed, he came to me in a dream. And it's not like any dream I ever had. It was like a physical experience. I don't know how to, how to because explain it, that. It was a visitation. It felt that way. I feel like whatever this was, Rochelle, your dad is validating. I don't want you to feel that I suffered in particularly the past several days. I'm going to say three days. Does that make sense to you? A hundred percent. He was himself mostly until about three days. (gasps) And then he closed his eyes and and was unconscious, you know, for the last three days, but except for that (gasps) terminal agitation, which was awful. Unbelievable able to validate that for you, that those three days that you watched, he was not suffering. The soul was not suffering. I also do feel there was someone that needed to tell him that it was okay to let go. Was there someone that came later? Yeah, it's an interesting story. You know, we, it was President's Day weekend. And we had a hospice worker come. And I know people typically have really positive experiences with hospice. Okay. For whatever reason, we did not. We got the only hospice worker on earth who didn't have the time <laughs> to, to um, look my dad in the eye or touch him or anything. Wouldn't help him with his pain. Well, what we perceived as pain, that terminal agitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, finally, we he she left and, and we knew another doctor who was a friend who came and and um, helped. And he sat down with my dad and mm-hmm. held his hand and looked at him and said, we're here to help you go, you know, okay. to validate that your dad said, I want to thank you for giving me a very peaceful departure. Yeah. My soul left peacefully. So know that. And, and I love how you use that term terminal agitation. And every time you say that, your dad literally shows me, it's like a film strip of his physical body in the bed, but his soul outside of it. Mm, wow. Every single time. I have never had that before. Spirit will show it to me like for a quick second, like above, but I must have seen it, Rochelle, at least eight times from your dad in, in these few moments of me channeling him. Gosh, I have crazy chills right now. I So- you know, part of what was so I didn't, the only reason I even know that term is because I started watching a woman who's a, a hospice worker and I learned it from her. I thought it was, I had never heard of it. I didn't know it was a thing that happened to mm-hmm. people. And so you can imagine it was, it was excruciatingly painful to watch. And we didn't yes. know what, what we were doing wrong, right? We wanted to help him go peacefully, but he wanted to be home. So he was at home. Um, and you know, in a hospital, maybe you can get a drip or something, but not at home. I can only describe it as almost labor pain. He's unconscious, but he's grabbing the bed and, mm-hmm. you know, shaking. And that happened cyclically Wow. over and over and over relax. And it happened again, relax. And it happened again. And, and a lot of my my guilt is over. There was a point in the middle of the night where that was happening. We had a, an aide in the house to help mm-hmm. and uh, happening in the middle of the night. And we had been up for a couple of days and I was exhausted. And I just said, I have to go to sleep. I can't, I can't change this and I can't do anything about it. And I have to go to sleep. And I hold a lot of guilt about that, about not staying by his side through that every minute of it. This is the first thing that your dad showed me. The first thing. Think about it. 
showing me you holding his hand, whispering in his ear, but snapping his fingers that he left sudden and unexpected or not expecting him to depart at the moment that he left. Correct. Mm -hmm. This is what happens with burdens and guilt, whatever it is that we find to beat ourselves up with. That is what we hold on to. And here is your dad saying, every time you remember that terminal agitation, I want you to visualize my soul above the physical body and remembering him telling to you, watching you watch me be sick was one of the hardest things that I had to do. And letting go was even harder. Wow. I've never thought of it that way, that it might be something that he didn't want me to watch. (laughs) Right. He says, because you've watched everything else. He goes, you know, she never left the room without kissing me and saying, I'll be right back, daddy. That is true. Your dad is so specific and so matter of fact with his like movies, because usually spirit will just like show me a sign or a symbol, although I'll just hear it or I'll just feel it. He is literally showing me little movie strips of seconds of what happened. It was like, okay, I'll be right back, daddy, and give you a kiss and walk out the room. He goes, she always did that. I asked him to validate that I interpreted correctly, and that's what he showed me. He said, my family, Teresa, went above and beyond any expectation I ever had of them in caring for me. He says, I died on my terms. He said, I made those choices and decisions. He said, my family just executed them for me. He said, but I didn't realize what the burden would have been to have left them with. And your dad is kind of funny. He looked at me and he goes, Teresa, he goes, I, he goes, I thought I was going to die much sooner than that. He goes, I never thought I was going to live that long. And I feel like he's, but he's just so matter of fact about it. Was that your dad's personality? Incredibly matter of fact. In fact, funny story. um, We had been to get a scan and it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. We had expected, you know, of course you want it to be better, but it wasn't. And I said, gosh, dad, how are you feeling about the scan today? And he was totally confused. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great news. And he said, everybody around here wants to tell me when I'm going to die. Nobody knows when they're going to die. I could die. I could get hit by a truck today. Like just, it didn't cause any emotional waver in him. Mm -hmm. He was just, it is what it is. He literally just said to me, he goes, I knew that I was going to die. He said it was just a matter of when. Mm -hmm. He says, but I never thought in a million years I would have lasted that long. He said, I also didn't realize that by wanting my family to know that we did everything that we could to keep me here would have left them with that burden or guilt. He says, and that I did not want. Mm-hmm. Were you daddy's little girl? Because he is like bragging to me about like, do you realize, Teresa, who you're talking to? This is the most incredible woman. She's so smart, brave and emotional and loving and caring all in one. He says, and this is my little girl. This is my little girl. He says, I, now your mom's still here in the physical world. Yeah. Please tell mom. We did good. And he had me look at your entire family and you have this. Listen, no family is perfect, but he goes, the legacy that I've left behind, I am so proud of. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Did somebody lose a son? Michael, why did you give that to me in that term if you show me grandparents on the other side? Because they might have then have, of course, lost their son. Yeah. The only connection I would have to that is my grandmother passed first. Well, I have two grandmas, my mom's mom, my dad's mom, dad's dad's mom passed first a year before my dad did. And we would say, and my grandma, his mother lived to be 102. And I always said, isn't it funny? Who would have known that they would have died a year apart from each other, you know? Right. Um, and I, and I have always thought about her being there to be, to see him, to greet him. Like, why are you here so soon? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this though. There's a part of me, Rochelle, that she made me feel like, because she went like, so quick. like, I feel like that even though she was 102, I felt like she needed to go to be there to greet her son. Yeah. Who lost the sister? She had a sister that passed. Did someone have the dementia or like Alzheimer's or something with the brain? My dad had a glioblastoma brain tumor. He had his wits about him. You know, I mean, people get a little yeah, foggy yeah. on chemo mm-hmm. and whatnot and mm-hmm. his personality changed a tiny bit, but he, he had his wits about him for sure until those last three days. And then there was lots okay. of, you know, not knowing so, what things were. But I think that this is important because I love this transition of what your his mom was just saying, look, I lived to be 102. It was almost like I needed to go before my son. 
I needed to be able to greet my son. They showed me someone had the brain issue. When spirit shows me that they pass from something of the brain, aneurysm, brain tumor, Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever it is, they don't want us to remember the way that they were in the end. Another way of your dad circling back around and saying, especially these three last days, please do not remember me in that way. That is not the way that I am. And that was not the way that I was. Mm -hmm. Did your dad always squeeze your hand? Because he literally just held my hand and I can feel him squeezing my hand. So whether if that is something you did, there has to be something specific about the hand. Sure. I mean, my, the, the thing that I connect to the most is my dad, when I was a little girl, would always wash my hands, wash my hands in the sink after I cried or something, you know? take me to the sink, wash my hands, dry them off. And you'd say, look, they're so pink. <laughs> so, you know, you'd say that. Because you just shared that, I'm going to interpret it this way because this is how I felt and what I heard. I will always be there to hold and wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And my I, grandma always did that too, both of them. How interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you talk about the other side with your dad? I did. Because he said, I want you to know that it is a million times more peaceful than you could ever imagine. Mm. Do you find feathers, Rochelle? I do. Know that there are signs from your dad that he is with you at that exact moment. And more importantly, wanting to thank you for the way that you cared for him. He says, I am sorry that what you had to witness in those last three days, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Has left you with such a burden and a guilt. He says, I need you to imagine me just like the, the, the visitation that you had, but I wanted your dad to show me. And he said to me, I showed her that I was okay. Absolutely. He said, and I told her that I was okay. He said, and I need her to know that that was real. I don't think I've ever said to anyone before you would get up and kiss them and say, I'll be right back, daddy. I am telling you, I have never said it in that way before to someone. Never. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. But these are the things of that spirit has the ability to do. I don't know why certain souls are stronger at it. Sometimes I think it also depends on how open we are. Mm-hmm. But your dad is showing me on how you still have that bond and that connection with him, how he has showed you time and time again that his soul is at peace, but more importantly, he completely healed from the moment he left the physical body. Mm-hmm. Do you have your dad's eyes? Mm-hmm. Cause he just keeps saying, look in her eyes. You'll see me look in my daughter's eyes. You will see me. He also just said, he goes, tell her I'm not cold anymore. So did you think that your dad was cold? I haven't spent any time worrying about it, but I do have a, you know how you have images that stick in your head. Oh, okay. Don't, don't leave you. One is the terminal agitation, but the other one I, that always comes to me from that day is, is putting my hands under him because he was getting cold on, you know, your blood settles, right? He was getting cold on top and I slid my hands under him because I wanted to feel his warmth as long as I could. And I left them there, you know, till it, till it wasn't warm anymore. And yeah. And that kind of always comes back to me. I find it so 
interesting how, and now I see what your dad meant before by your strength. No one has ever said to me what you just said to me when a soul says, tell them I'm not cold anymore. And for you to be so specific on something that you did because you wanted to feel his warmth as long as you could was just something that moved me in a way, Rochelle, that I don't get moved very often during a reading. I think it is just so incredible on the strength of your dad's soul. And when you go back to these moments to help you heal from it, we're never going to forget. But to be able to heal is something completely different. That he says, when you remember the turmoil, imagine my soul above it, knowing that I wasn't suffering through that. Know that I am not cold anymore. Remember that visitation. This is how I need you to remember me. This is why I came to you. I don't dream of my loved ones in that way. I don't, I never had a visitation in that way from them. So know, Rochelle, that that is something truly special. I share that with you so you understand, because sometimes the things that we experience that everyone does. I didn't have the opportunity to sit with my loved ones as they passed. Both of my grandparents that passed, I was not there. We were there all the time. We were not there. They died. We were not expecting them to pass at those moments. Please don't take any of these amazing messages from your father that this is common or this is what people feel or this is what people go through. Mm -hmm. Your dad's soul is so incredibly strong and so matter of fact and so specific. Like there's no wiggle room. It's This is it. Mm -hmm. And the strength that I feel from him is important as well to know how strong he is. He just handed you red roses. Now, red roses means two things. You can have your own meaning for red roses. My meaning for red roses is love and devotion. If he's acknowledging his spouse here in the physical world, but we've already acknowledged that your mom was here and also an anniversary, either of someone's wedding and or someone's departure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was just thinking when you were talking, I just wondered if he knows that, that we're taking care of mom. Look, this is just my stubbornness with spirit that if I know something, I don't, they're not allowed to talk about it. You understand that? That's why this is my first meaning, the red roses, how you can connect with them. But it's usually if a spouse is acknowledging a mother figure here, do you understand that? Yeah. He goes, and without a doubt above and beyond Teresa, of taking care of mom. How do you connect with her legs? She have an issue with her legs or she either bedridden? Cause he shows me you, I can feel you like rubbing legs. So she's just had lots of health problems in the last okay. 10 years and, and, um, and they come and go. And most recently she had COVID and, and then some complications after that, but, but was bedridden for a good week. And, and, um, I put lotion on her legs and rubbed lotion on her legs, which I had never done. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself, you know, this is what dad would have done or how dad would have taken care of her. How incredibly amazing for your dad to say, you, of course, are going above and beyond, exceeding any expectation and then showing me and I can feel you rub. Usually when someone's bedridden, they just make me feel my legs numb and they start jumping up and down. That's my symbol for when someone's bedridden or they can't move around. Well, literally felt you rubbing my legs. I said to you, do you rub her legs? 
Yeah. Validating that your dad's soul is present when, when you are with mom and more importantly, watching over, he will be there to greet her. But he literally said to me, she is stubborn. He goes, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> Does she like flowers? Oh, or she loves bring- flowers. Because I just saw fresh cut flowers next to her bed. So I never saw that before in a reading. So I'm going to interpret it that way. So she loves fresh cut flowers or just loves. She has always loved fresh cut flowers, always has arrangements, you know, always has fresh flowers. And um, actually the memory that I was just telling you about, about rubbing her legs when she was in bed, a really special friend of our family had sent her fresh flowers that day and they, they were delivered that day and put on the windowsill. She said, put them on the windowsill so I can see them. Amazing. Amazing. And still how strong you are after everything that you go through. Your dad says she is so strong. And he goes, and I know when you have those tough moments by yourself and we'll hypothetically say, maybe have a little meltdown breakdown. Your dad says, know that my soul is right beside you. Trying to comfort you that you are not alone. Do you also connect with birds besides the feathers? Uh, Cause then he just showed me red cross, but then he showed me hummingbirds. So that's just my symbol for that. You'll be able to connect with. Oh my gosh. So I have to tell you, I started a thing. I don't know, last year or something uh, paint by numbers, which sounds really dorky, but it's very soothing. I painted a red cardinal and a hummingbird and they're hanging in my house. <laughs> that is crazy. That is so crazy. That's crazy. I've only done two. Those are the two I've done. Red Cardinal Hummingbird. Listen, I also find it intriguing on how your dad is choosing to talk about things, saying, I will always be right by your side to comfort you. And then right after that brings up the Red Cardinals and the Hummingbirds. There are how many species of birds out there? Mm -hmm. I could have said what? Red Robin, Bluebird, Sparrow, Parrot, right? Seagull. The two birds, but what a validation. And especially that you just said, it is something that I find very soothing. Yeah, yeah. Validating that your dad's soul is right beside you. Mm -hmm. Soothing you. Mm -hmm. Did your mom ask for you to bring her jewelry or something about her jewelry? No. Or was she talking about jewelry? You know, it's so funny. She asked me, if I wanted to bring dad's wedding ring. And I said, yes, I can't remember where that conversation went, but I didn't, (laughs) but we did talk about it. Yeah. It's validating that your dad's soul was present. Yeah. Yeah. My mom wears dad's ring. She wears that, even though it's way too big. (laughs) She wears it. (laughs) That's okay. But you have this conversation again, amazing on, it's not a common conversation. that someone would have. I mean, so specific on your mom to bring her a piece of jewelry or to bring jewelry. Mm -hmm. You have children. I do. 
he, he just showed me that there were milestones with the children since his departure. So I don't know if there's like graduations, weddings and things like that. I don't know how long he's gone, but he keeps showing me, he goes, oh my God. He goes, do you believe this family, how big it got and what's going on? So know that whatever it is, whether it be graduations, weddings, whatever it is, know that his soul has attended them all in spirit. So if you go back to the pictures of the celebrations and you see blurbs, orbs, distortions in the pictures, know that his soul has attended it in spirit. Was there a child named after your dad? That's funny that you say that. So my child is trans and in the last year and has changed their name. And we talked about a middle name um, and we talked about Richard. My dad's name was yes. Richard. And, and I, you know, we, I had said, and I never want to put anything on my child. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. but I did say, I said, what do you think about Richard? You know, cause you know, mom's right. We choose the name the first time. So it's a different right. experience. <laughs> it's a different experience all of a sudden mm-hmm. to, you know, not have the name anymore. And, and there's a new name okay. coming and, and I, you know, you want to name your kid. Right. And I just said, what do you think about Richard? Your grandpa loved you so much. And Elliot was four when, when dad died and mm-hmm. they were buddies. Oh, they were buddies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so there was, we had kicked that around, but that's fine. That'll happen. Who knows? But you have to understand two spirit, the thought and wanting to do something in memory of them, even if we don't do it could be a middle name, an initial, an exact name, even if we never do it validating to them, it means as if we actually did it. Mm-hmm. And how amazing your dad is validating that he's been through it all. Your dad makes me feel like he's gone for some time, but I feel like he just died yesterday, right? It feels that way. That's the way you feel. He's going to make me feel how you feel. So to say, look, I've been through it. You have handled everything in your life with dignity and grace. And things have not been easy. Mm -hmm. And I am so proud of you, Rochelle, for your strength. And I am proud that you are my daughter and you will always be my little girl. Oh, that means a lot. When he, when he came to me in that dream, the visitation, he didn't speak. And actually he never speaks in dreams. They don't. Uh, So I Mm -hmm. have a knowing of what he's communicating. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what's happening to me right now. It's a knowing you can't explain it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I got chills. When spirit has me say things to people. I've learned over the years that they are a million times more powerful, meaningful, and healing to that person than we could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And your dad validated that over and over and over. It was such an honor to meet you. What a gift from your brother. Please thank him for me because it was such an incredible, incredible experience Your dad's soul is like no other I've channeled. You know, every reading that I do is unique and special because it changes someone's life. And it's for this moment, giving that person back their loved ones, right? But I always love to emphasize when it's so unique and so different because it also validates the personality and the strength of the soul being at peace. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. What an amazing, amazing experience you had today. Yes. And if you ever hear me say, what was it again? The turmoil? See, this is what happens. I can't remember. <laughs> terminal agitation. I don't remember when I terminal agitation because that word suffering is so disturbing to some people. And they use that word and terminal agitation seems a little bit more lighter 
in a sense. Well, what an honor. Again, thank you again for giving me this opportunity and your brother. It was a true pleasure to meet you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My name is Rochelle Monahan, and I'm from Seattle, Washington. I had a great reading with Teresa. It felt really good to be able to get some closure on some memories I've had with my dad. I was shocked when she brought up, did I like birds? Or there was something about birds, and she had mentioned cardinals and hummingbirds, which is amazing because I have been painting cardinals and hummingbirds. <laughs> so that felt really good to know that I feel like my dad's with me. I definitely felt like I got to connect with the one I wanted to hear from. I really came wanting to hear from my dad and I felt like I did. More than anything, when she mentioned being able to see me leaning over and kissing my dad and saying, I'll be right back, daddy. That was spot on. I feel good. I'm so glad I got to do it. I've been wanting to do this literally for 10 years. I've watched Tracer for a long time. And when dad passed, the first thing my brother and I said to each other was, we have to find Teresa. I've had too many experiences to not believe this. Too many experiences that are just not explainable any other way, you know, than to know that there's something we just don't understand about energy and how it works. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.